0: What does it mean to connect to your future at Lake Michigan College? They connect you to your future passion. Explore paths to careers that will excite and motivate you. Visit LakeMichiganCollege.edu to find out how to connect to your future. It's uh, the start of the month, start of March, Wednesday, March 1st. Uh, Here's some of the things people are talking about. I know uh, for me, uh, what I love about this time of year In my opinion, the best time of year when it comes to sports. I mean, of course, I love college football season, uh, high school football season, and really just football season in general. But this is a good time where almost all of the sports are intersecting. You've got the start of spring training. You've got the NFL combine. You've got the final stretches of hockey basketball you've got the xfl um i think there's track and field uh you know like olympic trials and things like that all this stuff is happening all at once which i love but if you've been watching baseball lately or even listening to it by the way you can listen to detroit tigers baseball later on when the season uh begins here towards the end of the month uh, but if you've been watching baseball, you've noticed that the uh, pitch clock and a few other rule changes have really been, well, changing the game. And I don't know if it's changing it for the better just yet. This is where there's there's growing pains and getting used to some of these rules. I feel like once the season gets started, it won't be a huge deal. Will it decide uh, games in the end? Maybe. Will it make it faster and more entertaining? maybe it's still yet to be determined, but uh, I don't know if it was out of frustration or what, but the, the Pittsburgh pirates and Baltimore Orioles, here's the headline. They kept playing after the umpire left the game. So even though the pirates technically won the game, uh, they still finished playing the entire ninth inning after the umpire left the field now, there were no stats or pitch clock. Uh, they didn't even keep score. They just played pure baseball. It's spring training, so the games don't really count anyway. They're, they're really a glorified practice. But somewhere, a bunch of sentimental uh, baseball dads were probably having a good cry. Um, because, well, it, it just felt like old school baseball. I, I don't know why the umpire left. We'll, we'll read into more of that uh, and, and get back to you. But that's the thing. That's the thing I love about spring training is that they get to have fun. Uh, they get to get themselves warmed up for the season. And plus, they're hanging out in Florida and Arizona. So what's better than that? Um, somebody that's hanging out in Florida, well, uh, in retirement, I say that in quotes because he said it already once before. Is he going to fool us again? I think he's done it twice. What's it happen? It's fool me once, shame on me, fool me twice. I don't remember. Too. Fool me once, shame on you, fool me twice, shame on me. What about the third time? Well, Tom Brady, don't know if he's going to unretire again, but he's in talks with Netflix to be the subject of a roast tentatively titled The Greatest Roast of All Time. He's also planning on spending time with his kids before starting his 10-year $375 million broadcasting deal with Fox. Which, honestly, I don't know if that was a good idea. $375 million. I would say, if I were to pick, and I obviously this is a proven... Uh, person well people is the Manning brothers why do the Manning brothers not get a big 375 million dollar payout I know they they probably get a pretty decent check to do the Monday night football uh, alternative broadcast that they do that should be on the mainstream in my opinion and really that's how uh, a lot of these broadcasts should go they should just find two knowledgeable players whether they be brothers or, um, you know, really good friends. And just do it like that. That that sort of armchair quarterback type of stuff, literally what what uh, Eli Manning and, and Peyton Manning are doing right now are being armchair quarterbacks calling the game. That's entertaining. I'm kind of tired of all these guys sitting in the booth talking about football. You know, Tony Romo has been one of those guys that's been like, uh, kind of boring to to watch and listen to. Uh, and he's under fire. So I don't know. I don't know about Tom Brady getting the big paycheck. I don't even know if he's going to sound good in the booth. We'll, we'll just have to wait and see. But uh, to me, $375 million for somebody that's not, not proven. He's certainly proven himself on the field. But off the field, mm, not so much. So we'll see about that. Um, coming up a little bit later on, we're going to talk about the um, the new words that Dictionary.com has added. They just added 313 new words and terms, including things like digital nomad, newlywed, uh, cakeage, and petfluencer. Yeah, we'll, well, I'll explain more on that a little bit later on this morning. But some weird holidays you want to celebrate and maybe some useless knowledge tossed in there as well. Today is World Music Therapy Day. I certainly believe in the, uh, the power of music. I love music. Uh, music can help children with cognitive, social, and emotional issues. Scientific studies found that it can even ease your pain, which is why they play it at the dentist. But uh, I'm just glad that the dentists don't play, like, hardcore metal. Can you imagine just somebody shredding on a guitar while you're getting your uh, your molars or your, your bridge done or getting a filling and it's just like... That'd be a little intense. I don't, I don't think I could handle that. So that's probably why they have some kind of easy listening type music. Um, Today's also National Wedding Planning Day. For those of you that are getting ready to uh, be a Bridezilla, don't be. Nobody needs Bridezilla's. But a lot of planning goes into a wedding. Uh, World Compliment Day today as well, so be sure to compliment somebody. I try to do that as much as I can. I also sometimes like to insult people, but hey, that happens too. You, know, you, got, you got to build them. You got to break them down to build them back up. Sometimes, um, but it's all in fun. I always love, but I do love complimenting people. You're you look great. Uh, you're doing a great job today. Not that I can see you, but. You look good. Uh, Today's also National Pig Day. Uh, It's Yellowstone's birthday. No, not the TV show that you like to watch. Uh, Yellowstone National Park actually turned 151 today. Uh, It's home to half of the world's hot springs and geysers, including Old Faithful. That's what we call uh, Pat Moody, actually, is Old Faithful. Uh, The park was created by President Ulysses S. Grant who secured more than 2 million acres of mountain wilderness uh, for future generations. Yellowstone was the world's first national park and sits on the largest super volcano in North America. And I know one of my favorite presidents, Theodore Roosevelt, uh, was really the big proponent for really pushing national parks across the United States. And International Women of Color Day today, today's March 1st, so it's International Women of Color Day recognizing the cultural and social contributions made by black, Hispanic, Asian, and Native American women. So, you go, girl. Time now, I forgot something to say where we talk to your friends and neighbors about things that are happening right here in our community. If you uh, are part of a nonprofit in any way, whether you volunteer for one, you um, You are part of the board, executive director, you uh, work for one. Hey, let's talk about some of the things that uh, you have going on, whether it's a program, a fundraiser, or you just want to get the uh, word out about what you do. Let's do that feel free to reach out. You can give me a call, 925-WSJM, or you can email Let's Talk at WSJM.com. That's Let's Talk at WSJM.com. And got something to say brought to you by our friends at United Federal Credit Union. We get you. My guest today is Matthew Bizzo from the Crassel Arts Center. Matthew, how are you, man? I am doing great. It's uh, we're getting
1: ready for some March rain, which means spring is on the horizon. And I am actually really excited for that because I love seeing all the flowers bloom. So I am in great spirits today.
0: Well, we have a lot to talk about. Spring break is one of them. Hard to believe that that's almost here. But uh, you have so many cool things happening at Crazzle, as always. And you're a part of uh, so many great events and things happening. So let's uh, get people up to date on everything that's going on. Uh, what's what's new and uh, what do you got involved?
1: Well, already starting this week, we are rolling into March with a lot of activities that you can engage with the arts with. We are very excited to be a host of the Coastline Children's Film Festival on three separate dates this year. Mm. We are hosting the opening night on Friday, March 3rd from 6 to 8 p.m. in our library. We are also going to have films on Saturday, March 4th, where we will be screening Kid Flicks 2. And then we also are going to have another screening on Saturday, March 11th in the afternoon, uh, where you. Can come down and enjoy these amazing uh films that are great for the whole family um I, there's always different kinds of animation uh different kinds of storylines that are child-friendly so you definitely want to make sure you can come out and see some of these films that come from all over the globe right here to our community with our partners at the coastline children's film festival
0: And yeah, that's a great organization they've been doing stuff uh, in our community for for many many years i don't even know how many years now it just seems like almost every year we're thinking uh, hey there's some great films to check out with Coastline Children's Music Festival, or Children's Film Festival, that is. That's it,
1: yeah. No, I think they they celebrated 10 years, wow. but then the whole, like, pandemic kind sure. of throws off the whole, like, year. So, yeah. I think they're at 11 or 12 this year, but they, they've been here for over a decade, and we've been partnering with them for such a long time now. Uh, we're very excited to be
0: uh, a host of some of their films again this year. That's awesome. And like you said, they're, they're free and open to the public. Uh, do we need to make any sort of reservation or anything like that to... Uh, to be able to make it into this. Not for these. You just got
1: to show up. And they actually are streaming films uh, for more places than Krasnel Art Center. So head over to their website to see that full list. And maybe if you're not in St. Joe, I know they go down to uh, Three Oaks. They've gone down more further south as well as around here in the St. Joe Benton Harbor area. So uh, reach out to their website and you can see their whole schedule of events. Or follow them on Facebook.
0: Good stuff. Uh, And speaking of families, you've got some great things uh, coming up with your Facebook. family days and family nights. What, what, uh, kind of things you guys got planned.
1: That is right. So, uh, family days and family nights are free art making activities that take place on the second Wednesday and Saturday of the month so our first uh, one that comes up this, in March is family night at the Benton Harbor Public Library where we're doing a project based on women's history month that's Wednesday March eighth, from 5 to 6 p.m. and then uh, family day at Krasl Art Center is going to be that Saturday March eleventh, from 11 a.m. until 1230 p.m. and we're going to be making a project that's inspired by the film screening that's happening at Krasl Art Center through the coastline Children's Film Festival later in the afternoon. So you can make a whole day of it. Just come hang out with us at Art Center, make some art, grab some lunch, then head on back up to have movie time. It's going to be a great fun-filled weekend to make some free art making activities. Uh, information more details are on our website uh, under the Family Day tab. Look for that, and then you can find out um, what's, make sure we have the right amount of snacks on there and any sort of registration information.
0: Got to make sure you have the snacks. You got to, you got to yes. that. Yes, very important. <laughs> And, and people uh, need to do need to keep in mind, like you said, uh, keep in mind your website and all that because of those different locations, just so you got yeah. your schedules right. and You don't, don't show up at Crazzle and be like, hey, I thought this was here. Actually, it's over here. Uh, it's over here. It's over yeah.
1: there. Yeah. And we, we do also post this information on our Facebook page, too. So you can go Come there for anything that we're affiliated with, um, especially for Family Nights and Family Days and Post-9 Children's Film Festival. We're so uh, we love partnering with other organizations uh, in the area, but that, that the location is very important. Mm-hmm. So we post it in a lot of places so that you know where you're
0: going. Wonderful. Uh, and like we said, spring uh, and spring break is almost here uh, very soon, actually. And you have some great activities for uh, kids that are are, you know, getting ready to go on spring break, some fun things that they can do while they're on it.
1: Yeah, that is right. So, Art Center uh, has we uh, eight unique spring break programs that are going to be running from March 20th to 23rd. That's a Monday through a Thursday. These are morning programs from 9 a.m. until 12 p.m. We really have something for everyone. Um, these these camps are a great way to you know, have something to do in the morning, you're home by lunch, and you're still able to make some bug sculptures, you're able to do animation, you're able to do green screens, you're able to do so many different things on there. So you have until March 13th to register for these, Uh, you can head over to our website to learn more under our education tab.
0: These are great because these are things that families can, you know, have their kids do during spring break. But also that when the kids get back to school, uh, they can say, "Hey, this is what I did on spring break. This is a cool activity and uh, pretty awesome stuff." Um, so definitely learn more and sign up for that. Uh, staying on the theme of students, uh, let's talk more about this uh, community student art exhibition that's going to be happening.
1: Yeah, it's the most wonderful time of the year. It's the time where Barry and Risa of Crassel Art Center and the Box Factory for the Arts get together to celebrate student artwork in this homecoming for the creative kids. Uh, so all the way from March 10th to April 30th, there are going to be two exhibitions happening at the Box Factory. The elementary student show is March 10th through March 26th. And then the middle and high school is April 7th through April 30th. So you're going to have time to come see these. And we're really excited because this year we're actually having in-person receptions. Uh, it's been a little um, hybrid-y these last couple of years with the uh, those receptions, but we're very excited. coming out and support these. Uh, the elementary students on Thursday, March 16th from 6 to 8 p.m. And then if the middle and high school we'll talk about this when it gets closer. But if you want to mark it in your calendar, that's going to be on Thursday, April 20th from 6 to 8 p.m. And if you're like, oh no, my Thursdays are already book you can still head on down to the box factory during those exhibition dates they are open thursdays through sundays from 12 to 4 p.m with extended hours on thursdays until six o'clock so we're very excited to be there we are going to be after hours having these receptions uh and giving out some awards to these amazing young
0: artists that's really cool i think uh when i was in school i won one of those major awards uh which was yeah awesome. there you go Pretty cool to, uh, to receive those. And there's, you know, I love those, those, uh, this art exhibition because you see so many uh, amazing artists that you may not even realize are right here in our community. Uh, All these young kids, they're doing some really awesome stuff.
1: They really are. It's. I'm always super impressed at all levels on there. Um, I came into, uh, you know, I work in the arts, but I didn't come into art until sure. later in my high school career. Um, and, you know, I've been like, man, I wish I had been more involved to be sure. in this kind of exhibition. Um, and it's super great that we have the support of Barry and Risa and the Box Factory and Krasnel Art Center to come together to bring that. Um, so we're, we're just really excited to have it here and have it in person and showcase kids from the Tri-County area.
0: Yeah, it's so great. To have so much uh, art in our community and we will have even more of that coming to our community uh, when the Crazle art fair on the bluff comes uh, in july but as we know uh, you guys have been working on this pretty much until uh, since the last <laughs> Crazle art fair on the bluff working That's around right. the clock and planning for it uh, and you got some things we need to talk about for that right
1: yeah, that is right. So the Craswell Art Fair on the Bluff is on July 8 and 9 this year. It's always the second weekend in July. And we are actually, if you are like, man, I really love the Craswell Art Fair. I wonder how I get involved. Well, now is your time where you can go ahead and get involved. Uh, we are starting to implement some big plans uh, for this year's fair. Uh, if you want to get involved and are interested in helping volunteers to execute such this big event um, that brings thousands and thousands of people to our community. You can email director of events Jamie Balkin at jamie at krausel.org to learn more. And if you're also like, hey, I want to know what's happening at the mm-hmm. art fair, uh, we are going to be sending email updates, including about ticket information um, where you can sign up for and get those updates. All ticketings uh, will be open on May 1st and you can sign up to make sure you are one of those first person to get uh, your tickets by heading over to krausel.org slash art fair slash event information and signing up for our email updates that is going to be the best word for you to stay up to date as our plans begin to take fold for our 61st Crassel Art Fair on the Bluff.
0: Yeah such a great event uh then you guys do such a good job planning and like you said the volunteers are what really makes it uh go and and run successfully. How many volunteers do you usually have for for this event?
1: We have over 300 volunteers show up for that weekend. And what's really great, maybe if you've been volunteering in one of those 300s and you also live around here, you probably know some things that we're not going to know and we want to make sure we capture to make that event even better this year. So we do invite you to come out and serve on the leadership role on there. We're pretty fun. We're pretty cool. Um, And we also really just enjoy getting that feedback and working with the community so intimately. So I definitely want to encourage you if you've been contemplating it, you can also give Crowdslight Center a call and talk to Jamie. And we're happy to talk about the positions we have available and see what one is right for you.
0: That's great. Yeah, such a great team at Crazzle, not only when you're putting together the, uh, the Crazzle Art Fair on the Bluff, but all of the events and exhibitions and things that you're a part of uh, is pretty amazing. So you got a great team over there, and I know you know that. Um, but, okay. you know, Matthew, if we want to keep track of all of this stuff that we mentioned, there's quite a lot. Everything from uh, yes. events, different locations, getting signed up for programs and learning about volunteer opportunities. There's a lot of stuff. So where can we go and find all of this information?
1: Well, the best place that you can go is to our website at Krasl.org. That's kras org. That's where we post all of our information about our events, classes, and exhibitions that we have on view. And, of course, we are also on Facebook and Instagram where you can find more information and engage with our community a little bit more as well. We're open uh, also uh, where you can just come, stop by, check out what's in the galleries as well, too. We're at 707
0: Lake Boulevard in St. Joseph. Wonderful. Matthew, as always, thank you so much for uh, all the work that you do at Krazzel and keeping us up to date with everything that's going on. Thanks for having me, Johnny. And if you'd like to be part of the show and tell me about some of those things that you have going on, whether it be uh, an event or a program or uh, just you simply want to talk about what you do and who you are, feel free to reach out. You can email Let's Talk at wsjm.com. Call me, 925-WSJM. Haven't heard from you in a while, so I'd love to hear from you, 925-9756. Tell me a little bit of information about your event and what you got going on. Um, Hey, you want to put me on your mailing list, Uh, whether it be an email mailing list or uh, maybe it's regular paper mailing list, 580 East, Napier, Benton Harbor. Any of those ways to get a hold of me would be great, but if you've got something to say, You need to take that step and make that call or send that email. So please do so. Got something to say brought to you by United Federal Credit Union. We get you. You can hear these conversations not only in the morning show, but also in the afternoon at 530 after news with Andrew Green. And you can always check out the podcast at WSJM.com. Now that March is here, there's a lot of things to look forward to. Uh, Here's a few of them, like daylight saving time. Yes, it's daylight saving not savings, Uh, kicks off uh, March 12th, and there's a chance we will never do it again. We'll never fall back again, at least. Every time that daylight saving time comes around, there's always somebody in the Senate that's like, hey, I want to be remembered for something. Let's stop doing this whole daylight saving time thing. Uh, It's called the Sunshine Protection Act. The Senate did pass it last year uh, to make daylight saving permanent, but the House still needs to sign off on it, and so does the president. So it's one step closer than it has been, but this is something that has existed for a very long amount of time, the Sunshine Protection Act, not daylight saving time. Both a long time, but a lot of people have been trying to do that. I almost feel like it's just a senator saying, Hey, no one really knows who I am I haven't really done a whole lot but I'm gonna I'm gonna be remembered for this one so that guy is just like or him or her they're just like come on let's make this happen uh, Marsh Madness just a couple of weeks away as well the men's tournament starts March 14th championship April 3rd women's tournament as well uh, starts March 15th and the final is set. For April 2nd. Speaking of basketball, we'll have uh, district basketball for you tonight uh, right here on 94.9 WSJM. Looking forward to that. The women's uh, semifinal, I believe. And if you're looking forward to some movies, there's some good ones uh, coming out this month. Creed 3, uh, Scream 6, uh, and Adam Driver's 65, as well as Shazam, Fury of the Gods, John Wick Chapter 4 coming out on the 24th, and then there's a Dungeons & Dragons movie. By the way, the Creed Three movie, I really hope that Mr. T makes an appearance somehow, or maybe even Hulk Hogan or something. I, I don't know. That needs to happen. Because didn't that happen in, in Rocky Three? Didn't, didn't Mr. T, Hulk Hogan, that was the one where he fought Mr. T, right? Cause four was or no, I think Hulk Hogan was in number four. Cause then I don't know. I got to rewatch all the movies except for Rocky Five. Don't waste your time. Uh, TV or streaming if you're looking forward to this. Uh, the Mandalorian season three. Ted Lasso going to be coming back for another season as well. And this is one I'm really looking forward to. Mel Brooks History of the World Part Two. Is going to be on Hulu almost 42 years after the original came out. (sighs) You know, it's one of those sequels where you're like, I don't really think this needed a sequel. But it was was originally called Part 1. So you knew that the Part 2 was coming. Didn't know we were going to have to wait 42 years. But, hey, it's great. And uh, Mel Brooks is a national treasure. So uh, this should be a good one. Um, some other things going on dictionary.com has a new uh, list of words that include, uh, words like pet fluencer. It's a person who gains a large following on social media by posting entertaining images or videos of their pets. I post videos and pictures of Plinko all the time and I don't seem to get a whole lot of likes, but, uh, I don't think, I don't think I'm considered a pet fluencer, but I try um, a few other ones, North Paw, uh, is an athlete who is right-handed like a pitcher or boxer. Okay, guys, come on. As a, as a, uh, lifelong left-hander and a South Paw, you can't, it's don't try to make it happen. It's like when you try to give yourself your own nickname, like, oh yeah, this is, this is my nickname. This is what everybody calls me. No, it's what you want everybody to call you. So stop trying to make Northpaw happen. It's not gonna. But apparently dictionary.com is trying to make it happen. Uh, This is one uh, called Cakeage. No, it's not a Pauly Shore thing. Hey, man, some Cakeage. It's a fee that is charged by a restaurant for bringing your own cake. You've probably done that. Anytime somebody has a birthday, you're like, oh, Well, I brought this cake from the store. Yeah, they're going to charge you for that at some restaurants. So sort of like the corkage fee that you have for wine, but with cake instead. Uh, Some other ones. Let's see if we got some other ones. There's quite a lot. Newlywed is one in there. I don't know why that wasn't in there before. But it's a person who uh, lives with someone in life partnerships, sometimes uh, engaged with no planned wedding date. So not actually wed yet, but newly wed. I feel like it should be called like pre-wed or something. Uh, and last but not least on the list for uh, at least for this portion of the uh, this fine award winning program. If you'd like to update and uh, make your signature better, there's now a company you can pay to make them do that. The new trend of people getting what they're calling signature makeovers, and you hire someone to help improve it. How is your uh, your signature? Is it pretty good? Me being a left hander, signatures and really writing in general is is hard because you you get the silver hand, you get you know it's, you got to do the little hook thing with your arm. But multiple people are promoting this signature design service. It's on social media, and the price is all over the map. Everywhere from $10 to probably the people that have really bad signatures, $600. One woman in L.A. has a business called Planet of Names, where she does around 300 custom signatures a month. The package includes stuff like uh, up to three ways to sign, limitless drafts, or a new set of initials. She charges between ten and fifty-five dollars, and you can choose a style: elegant, subtle, dramatic, sharp, classic, artistic, condensed, curvy, or even illegible. 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 That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, words. Uh, <laughs> and you uh, can also get coached on how to practice your new signature. Her company has some. Uh, Some high-profile clients, people whose autographs are still a big deal, um, but she wouldn't say who. She also works with regular people who are just sick of signing their name like a fifth grader. One thing to note, though, is drastically changing your signature can be a headache. For things like voter rolls, uh, passports, credit cards, health documents, and legal papers, you may need to update your signature on file. Because if you start making changes and you start signing stuff, they're going to say, wait a minute, is this you? So keep that in mind before you upgrade your signature. I know with all the autographs that I sign, <laughs> which is like in my entire lifetime, like 10, maybe. And I'm always thrown off every time somebody wants my autograph. But... Uh, yeah, my signature is awful. I have I have made it a little bit better. I made some slight modifications so you can actually see the J and the R. But it's pretty much J, scribble, 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 R, scribble, scribble, scribble. And, the, and there's a swoosh in there, too. So I wouldn't call it elegant, but I wouldn't call it illegible. Now that I can say that word. Um, so would you do this? Would you pay money to get your signature upgraded? I'd love to know. Feel free to sign your signature uh, (laughs) on our Facebook page or give me a call uh, and sign over the phone if you'd like, 925-WSJM. Hey, Jocelyn's in here. Good morning.
2: Good morning, everyone.
0: You know, yesterday was a special holiday.
2: The last day of February?
0: last day of February. It was uh, Pat Moody Day.
2: I love Pat Moody Day. Happy 50 years.
0: I feel like that needs to be a holiday.
2: I think he should get a key to the city. Which city? All of them.
0: All of the cities. A key keys? to the county. So he just needs to walk around with like a janitor's clip with no, all of the keys? Be,
2: it would be just one
0: two-foot key. One two-foot key that yeah. gets you into everything? Yeah. I think his mustache gets him into everywhere, plus the popped collar.
2: Yeah, it's, it's like the secret password. Yeah,
0: everybody knows him. Uh, yesterday was also National Public Sleeping
2: Day. Public sleeping day, like sleeping in public.
0: Yeah, like sleeping in public.
2: I don't do that anymore. No? I know I did it in college. Like usually
0: just like hanging out in the commons or... Yeah, uh,
2: you know, it was a late night and uh, you went to class, but you slept in the hallway instead.
0: Well, that's how we kind of first met. Yeah, it is. Uh, I was the kid that I knew a couple people in college that I went to high school with. But I didn't really know a whole lot of people. I didn't have the same classes as them. And, you know, college has different classes where you have gaps, Mm -hmm. unlike high school, where you just go from class to class. Mm -hmm. And I would have a stretch of, you know, hour, hour and a half. And I thought, hmm, this is a good time for me to go grab something to eat, whether it be at the cafeteria or just some fast food. And then... Sleep in my car.
2: Yeah, you didn't sleep in the
0: hallway. I would sleep in my car. And it was so funny. One time that
2: guy thought you were dead.
0: Yeah, the guy was like, (laughs) I think it was, I think it was like late fall, early winter. So it was cold outside. And I thought, well, I got to keep the car running because I need the heat to go to keep me warm. So I would sleep, lock the doors and do all that. And I remember this, (laughs) Hey. Oh, what what's up? Uh, roll down the window. Hey, uh, your your car's running. Yeah.
2: Yeah, it's thirty five degrees.
0: I'm I'm in it, and I'm napping. I'm just in the parking lot. And you woke me up. And you woke me up. You took you took me out of my sleep and my nap. I was having a good nap.
2: That would have gone way differently had it been me, because I am not an easy waker upper. No. Yeah. Don't poke the bear. Unless you have a twenty-foot pole, like <laughs> don't. Have you
0: ever fallen asleep uh, in places and then be rudely awakened, like be like at an airport, and it's all of a sudden you're about to miss your flight, or, or no? Something I like don't that?
2: generally fall asleep in public. I, you know, I'm a I'm a fan on type of person. Uh, the The atmosphere must be correct. I can't even, you know, go stay in my sister's house overnight. It has to be. It has to be Jocelyn approved.
0: And you know, I can pretty much sleep anywhere.
2: Yes, I know. I can sleep standing up. Johnny is like the toddler, like we get in the car to go somewhere and before we are backed out of the driveway, Johnny is asleep. Mind you, he's the passenger.
0: Yeah, right. and if you're if you need me to fall asleep, you just drive me around the block like yeah. like parents do with their kids. Yeah. There was one time though, and I think this is my most notorious falling asleep uh moment.
2: The time we were driving back for my grandparents.
0: No, um oh. I don't know that story. Walter. We'll to-
2: you were driving.
0: Oh, no. I I started to fall asleep. Mm. I dozed a this little bit. This is why then Johnny we-
2: doesn't drive on our uh long road trips anymore.
0: Then we switch spots. But no, I was uh I think first year of college a buddy of mine was like, "Hey, uh we're going to we're going to volunteer uh to work at Redbud for the National oh. <laughs> national yeah. <laughs> motocross and all the dirt bikes, <laughs> rear, rear, all the way around it, Redwood. Uh And I was like, Oh cool. I'll do this. I'll, I'll be the one of the, uh, the flaggers, mm-hmm. you know, like there's an accident on the mm-hmm. track, you flag and you stop mm-hmm. the race and, and make sure everybody's safe. So I did that job, but I was stupid because I was a college kid mm-hmm. thinking I was invincible mm-hmm. and that I could pretty much run with about three, four hours of sleep The night before. And I did that and then worked early, early in the morning. I think I had to be there like 5 or 6 a.m. And they ran the race. And then the first like preliminary warm-up races. And then they're like, all right, we're going to go to the next race. The Red Bud National. This is like on ESPN kind of stuff. And it's, Well, we're going to start up in like a half an hour. And I was like, okay. So I sat down sat down with my knees close to my head with my arms rested down and I was like I'm just going to I'm just going to close my eyes for a little bit I fell asleep and you know what woke me up the cars zooming past you No not the not the super loud dirt bikes rolling by No it was like the guy that was in charge of the race uh security and punch all that you stuff in the head? He kicked me Oh geez. He kicked me and he said was mad. Oh, yeah. He was very upset. He said, get up. They've already ran one lap.
2: Oh, my God. You slept through a whole lap. I
0: slept through an entire lap of probably 50 dirt bikes going by.
2: So, yes, your previous statement of I can sleep anywhere is absolutely correct. Yeah. Like, I'm like
0: a mailman. Rain, shine, yeah, tornado, yeah, thunderstorm. I can do it. So uh, where's the the place that you've had a a good nap in public? Uh, Feel free to chime in if you'd like. You can give me a call, uh, 925-WSJM, or comment on our Facebook page. And you're Moody on the Market Update. Found here right now. It's brought to you by our friends and Insurance Management Service. Call IMS today. Your local auto owners agency with locations in Saint Joseph and in Niles. And this one comes from our Moody on the Market contributor, Jocelyn Tazinsky. As the uh, thawing from February has uh, now entered our full spring, Beckwith Theater Company in DeWajak, ready to brighten your spirits and fill you with joy. With the announcement of their 2023 season, uh, now this year's performance schedule uh, begins with improv comedy nights this Friday, March 3rd, and Saturday, March 4th. Both nights offer uh, two shows each, a family-friendly performance that's five bucks a person, and a 7 p.m. performance and an eight, at 7 p.m. That is, and an 18 plus performance, which is fifteen dollars per person, at 9 p.m. Improv is great because it appeals to all ages, says Ryan Murray, one of the group's directors. Our cast ranges in age from 20s to 50s. We've gained new participants at the Beckwith through our improv show who wouldn't have otherwise auditioned for a traditional play. Now, the improv group at Beckwith began in 2015 and brings hilarity and chaos to the stage in different ways than a scripted show. The best part about improv... The first big laugh of the show, the moment when the crowd reacts to an incredibly creative and hilarious line by one of the actors. That's what Ryan says. He uh, proudly co-directs with James Huffman as he says, it takes two to keep this high energy group wrangled. Now the rest of the season We'll bring five more shows to the stage At 100 New York Avenue And Dewanjack. Jennifer Shoemaker The treasurer for the Beckwith Board of Directors Says we're very excited about the variety of shows That we have planned for this year It's been a rough few years for the arts And last year we did all comedies To lift the spirits And welcome people back to the theater Now April 14th debuts Sylvia Which is a romantic comedy by A.R. Gurney Jeeves and Bloom Adapted by uh, Margaret Rather Uh, That is running from June 2nd to the 11th. Uh, This high comedy, uh, high theatricality play uh, is based on a series of short stories by English author P.G. Wodehouse. A great deal of thought and research goes into our play selection, says uh, president for the board of directors at Beckwith, Jack Gannon. He says it's our goal and mission to bring to the community a varied slate of comedies, dramas, uh, beloved classics and thought provoking plays which challenge and expand us. July 21st to the 30th introduces An Inspector Calls. It's a drama and thriller by J.B. Priestley. And dark humor dotted with emotional conflict is portrayed in The Outgoing Tide by Bruce Graham from September 8th to the 17th. Journey to the 1940s in Second Samuel by Pamela Parker, where diversity and family drama mesh with Southern comedy. Uh, on October 27th through November 5th. Now, tickets for all the performances, 15 bucks piece, and they can be reserved by calling their box office uh, at 269-782-7653. Audition dates and times can be found on their Facebook page and on their website. Go and find those when you check out the full story by Moody on the Market contributor, Jocelyn Tuzinski, at moodyonthemarket.com. And when you're on the go and you want to know what's happening in southwest Michigan, Download the Moody on the Market app. Your Moody on the Market update brought to you by Insurance Management Service. Call IMS today, your local auto owner's agency, with locations in St. Joseph and in Niles.